Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Happy Friday, uh, August 4. You're saying, well, why does your clock say Tuesday? Because um, first of all, it's a new clock, but but, um, second of all, because we're recording this on Thursday. And so you will see this in the morning on Friday. So happy Friday to you. This is when we're doing the actual uh, taping of it. So, all right. Well, uh, good to have you here. We're going to bring Mike and C.K. Thompson on in just a few moments. Uh, They've got some good, you know, the overall topic is called We Are Coming Out of the Wilderness. A very, very good, uh, amazing topic to to cover because it's so encouraging. All right. So with that in mind, let me go ahead and run one of the spots uh, for the wells that, that and express my gratitude for your generous giving. So here we go with that. The, the villagers have got to walk all through this dirt and this, this swamp to go and pick water. To show you this is to really let you know you are not only uh, doing history but leaving a legacy. Because from, from this water to clean water, you have eliminated all diseases. There are many communities that are still struggling and suffering. Uh, so we continue to pray with you and continue to pray with us that we shall continue to lift up the standards of living of our people and that they can be free from all sicknesses. God bless you. We are now, we are now heading to the launch of a wonderful gift that you have donated yeah. to elevate these people from this level to the Black. level now you're going to see. We clap for you. We thank you. We thank you so much for alleviating this community from bad, contaminated water. And we pray that God blesses you so much. We are going to open it and launch it in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And on behalf of Elijah I hand over this hole to the leaders and to the people of and I dedicate it to God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and everyone who say, Amen. So let us see whether we have some water. You are impacting thousands. Donate today at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. I don't, and I don't, I don't know if you caught the, the, the man that was praying. He's kind of like praying and speaking into this, uh, the well and thanking us for it. And he said, we pray that God will bless you so much. He's talking about praying for you who paid for this water well. And we've, we've now uh, dug more than 170 wells. I, I don't have the exact count, but right in there. Uh, the last official account was 166, but that was a, week, a few weeks back. So we're, we're over 170 wells. And every one of them are praying that God will bless you for sowing into these wells. So, um, I mean, that's a real thing. Heaven is hearing prayers uh, to bless those who, who sowed into these wells. So we thank you, thank you, thank you. God thanks you so much. All right, time to bring in Mike and C.K. Thompson. So here we go. There they are, straight from Las Vegas, Nevada. Nevada, Nevada. There you go. Good to see you guys. So, um, how have you Great been? Well, you were just telling me that you just came out of the the a hot streak. Uh, that was more uh, as far as your weather out there. That it was actually oh. the hottest recorded. Is that right? July was the hottest month on record so far. As far as 
average daily temperature, uh, but it's cooled off a little bit. Right now we're around uh, 105. <laughs> that's a whole lot better than 110 to 115. And that's pretty right? normal for this time of year, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're normal right now. We're enjoying it. <laughs> we're as normal as we're going to get. <laughs> With being in the desert, what is your what are your temperatures at night after a day like this? How, how cool does it get? The low will be about maybe 88, 89. Okay. Boy, I'd be Last, staying in I'd be staying indoors all the time. It was a it was like just barely under a hundred there for several weeks, even at night. It was pretty brutal. Yeah. Is. Well, I didn't ask you this off the air. I'll ask you right now. So what do you say about people saying you had the the, the highest on record because of climate change? Uh, not, oh, go ahead, baby. It's just a cyclical <laughs> thing. I mean, we don't attribute it, it, it to man-made climate change. Climate has always changed. In fact, what's interesting to me is that this is the hottest July, but it just by one degree beat out the previous year, which was like 20 years ago. So, um, oh, really? So, yeah, that's it's good. cyclical. It just, mother nature, heard, you know, so all the speak. different things that are climate change, you know, the sea level, every, every few years they come up with a new serious, um, scenario that sea level is going to swallow up these, this coast and Florida yeah. coast and all that. And I heard someone who was in the know, I don't remember who it was that said that, uh, the, the, the sea level, uh, at uh, Plymouth Rock, where the Pilgrims landed, is exactly the same sea level as when the Plymouth Rock pioneers landed. <laughs> even now, so it's kind of hard to make a case if the if the sea level is is all over the place, right? Right, absolutely. So, yeah. well, listen, we got uh, good stuff. Uh, I told the people coming in that this is called "We're Coming Out of the Wilderness." So, uh, yes. I guess, Mike, I'll t I'll turn this over to you and let you just uh, go for it. CK had a dream okay. uh, recently, which is, I think is a very important dream. And uh, let's let her share, and then I'll pick up. Okay, and, okay, sounds I good. I know people want to hear Mike. Just put up with me, and then... <laughs> no, we're good, we're good. This will be good. <laughs> okay. I dreamed this. Um, I saw the inside of the White House, and this was wisdom for prayer warriors, but I saw the in a dream on July 24th, 2023. Um, in the spirit realm, I visited the White House, and I saw the inside of it, and to my great surprise, the White House was falling apart inside. The walls were crumbling, and the rooms were filling up with rubble. And all of the walls, I mean, yeah. all along the walls, up to the middle of the walls, are higher, piles of rubble everywhere. And uh, it was mixed with trash, like empty beer cans and other items found in the gutter. It was like an overflowing trash bin, similar to those seen in certain homeless encampments. And the reason I even put that part in is because it has to do with why there's so many homeless encampments. Right. This was all along the walls inside the White House. Mm. In, the, in the midst of the rubble, there were people who were working in the White House. And they were just trying to do their jobs, but they were just horrified by the conditions around them. Mm -hmm. They couldn't believe their eyes. But they didn't speak about it, not even to each other. There was so much chaos and confusion. There was this darkness that filled yeah. the place. It was just almost tangible. As there was an awful sense of dread that filled the White House. And everyone who visited the White House were just as shocked. They were shocked by the condition of it. It's a spiritual condition. 
I don't really know if it looks like I trust it doesn't look like that in the natural. I don't know. I entered different rooms and I watched the activity and there was a small platform where there were young people uh, playing musical instruments in a special recital, you know, like they won and they're from their region, they get to go play in the White House. Yeah. And there was a uh, there's a b- little boy, it was about nine years old. And some of you could pray about this, about what does this mean? Um, he was trying to play a trumpet, but he was just shaking. Mm-hmm. He was he was scared. He was afraid just being there, but he was trying to play a trumpet. Oh, okay. <laughs> good, good, good. So, and then a woman handed me a ticket, which is uh, like they do at the DMV, you know, to wait yeah. for your turn. And I still am not quite sure what that was about because I just thought she misunderstood why I was there because I wasn't there for the recital. And then I accidentally stumbled into the Biden's living quarters. They were getting dressed and they were getting ready for the day and they were ignoring the chaos and the darkness that was swirling around them. And honestly, they looked like demon possessed people. And I'm putting it that way. I'm not straight up saying that they are demon possessed. They just looked demon possessed to me. Okay. (laughs) Their behavior reminded me of demons that I've actually encountered in the past that are very methodical and almost mechanical because in their movements, because um, they have an assignment and they're just fulfilling an assignment. So they're not, there's just no engagement at all. Um, their faces were just blank and vacuous and they seemed oblivious to everything around them. Um, it was actually very repulsive to me to see this, the whole thing. It was like, um, uncovering a, a nest of cockroaches. You know what, Steve, it just feels like to me that there's so much going on right now. And this is part of coming out of the wilderness is bringing into light all of these things that are happening in the darkness. Right. It's, it must be done. And it's not, this isn't the fun part, you know, <laughs> bringing these things into the light. Well, it's my job on some of these things, but it's not uh, fun. Must be done. That's it. But um, so the whole thing was just really repulsive to me just to watch them. And when I was telling Mike about this dream, which is how these things work for me, that when I wake up from a dream, it just keeps going. And Mike happened to be there. So I'm telling him about it. And the Lord brought my attention to the word assignment that they were fulfilling. The Bidens were fulfilling a demonic assignment coming from principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, wicked spirits in heavenly places. And the Lord made me realize, I felt like I was in the book of Daniel, um, that the only way to make this stop in America is for believers to understand that this is spiritual warfare. Right. It cannot be one in the flesh. We must cast it out and drive it out, however you want to say it, by the power of God, by the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus. And we were doing spiritual warfare right there on the spot and dislodging demonic assignments that have been set against our country. We dislodged Joe Biden and every yeah. Everyone connected with him in the White House. We just we took authority over China and communism. And in fact, a bunch of stuff we I hadn't even thought of before. Right. We were casting it all out in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit, just drive it all out. And and as these things happen, I mean, just all of the spiritual, it's like spiritual eruptions. It's like in our capital, in our country, we're just reeling under the spiritual warfare. 
And people need to understand that because what they cannot judge by the natural to, to know what's really going on. They can't right. judge by the seeing of the eyes and the hearing Ooh. of the ears. They, they've got to really perceive and recognize the form of the Lord because God is doing a thing and it's not pretty, but it must be done. And thank God it's being done. And at the yep. same time, Lord, let the rainbow glory of God hit the White House. Oh, yeah. Let the rainbow glory of God hit Washington, D.C. Send your fire rain. Um, we drive this wicked assignment out of both houses of Congress as well. And in Jesus' name, we speak yeah. life into the seeds of God's word that are in the Constitution. I know I keep taking these off. We speak truth and justice into the atmosphere. I rebuke yeah. the dogs of hell, which is uh, false witness, hatred, and murder. We just take authority over those things. We refuse to allow you to continue your wickedness yeah. against our Hallelujah. country in Jesus' name. And we call President Trump back into the White House. I know they keep, just because they repeat a lie doesn't make it true. Yeah. Um, he has a heavenly assignment, and it's connected with spiritual awakening, awakening and it's connected with revival in America. And the reason for the warfare is the reason it's so intense is because it's all about souls. It's all about awakening, spiritual totally. awakening in our country. And um, if there's anything I left out of that, this is not a, oh, this is not a quiet little thing where God just quietly works in the back room somewhere. And we don't really know how he did it. And, but, you know, it's just religion, religious spirits just wants everything to be nice. Let's just make it nice. Let's oh, yeah. Just be sweet. And let's let God work and do the tough stuff in the back room. We don't want to have to get our hands dirty. Well, it's time to get our hands dirty in the spirit. I and mean, if we haven't already, is do spiritual warfare. And God is bringing justice and truth and righteousness because we're working with him, God and sons. God is bringing this forth. And the Lord said to his people, put on your strength. Put on your strength. That's good. Because you think you guys have had it. And it has been a really quite a, a long haul here uh, where it seems we just keep getting rougher and rougher. And people are like, when, you know, throw our hands up. When is this going to end? Um, it ends when it's over. It's It's not... <laughs> It, you don't get into the middle of a fight, you know, like the Allies fighting Hitler, and they didn't just quit because they got rough. Yeah. Um, we quit until we, we don't, okay, we don't quit till we win. Yeah, that's good. That's the only, it. Well, you know, when you, uh, is that all I want, did you finish that? Because I've got one comment I was going to say. Um, I like, go ahead. Go well, ahead. what what I was thinking is because you thought you opened this and you were saying right at the beginning that was trash and rubble and what'd you say walls high rubble everywhere trash yes. empty can okay so what you didn't know uh, unless you did uh, no because this was a July dream so you didn't know what I'm going to say so minutes ago before I brought uh, I first brought on Mike and then you came on a few minutes after that minutes before I brought Mike on and we were there together. I was watching Trump coming back to his airplane from this indictment, and they set up some microphones right outside the airplane. He, he got out of the limo and came up to the microphone, and he said a few other things, but he said it's, it's you know, 
you know, it's good to be back in D.C., but unfortunately, on these, under these circumstances, and I thought he was going to talk about the indictment, but he said, there's trash everywhere, there's graffiti on the buildings all over D.C. He goes, it's a shame the city doesn't even look the same anymore. And he Whoa. openly said that wow. minutes ago, and you got this dream in July, and he's talking about the entire city's taking on this, this look, and that was what he commented on. Yes. You know? So isn't that man, amazing? It, it is, is amazing. That's that's a manifestation of what's going on in the spirit. Right. Whoa. So, yeah, I thought I'd share that with you because that's a word in time. And you could not. And I thought unless you saw this minutes before you came on. But that didn't that wouldn't make sense because this is a July mm. dream. So. Right. Right. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't know. Even, I didn't know there is. was trash everywhere and graffiti and different things. And, you know. Wow, it I doesn't didn't... surprise me though, because yeah. when you have those kind of spirits yeah. uh, that are there and involved and in, and in motivating the people, uh, it's going to manifest that way, not just in wickedness, but the whole, uh, you know, the rubble, the way yeah. that it, uh, deconstructs and everything. You see that in big cities. You see it in California. You see it all the way around, and people are getting tired of that, yeah. obviously, and rising up against it, and so. Man, we have to. You know, that's why when the Lord spoke to me and he said that we are now in a time of coming out of the wilderness and the power of the Spirit. You know, when Jesus was driven by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Uh, so he went through trials, tribulations, hardships and stuff while he was there, 40 days. And then when it was over, he came out of the wilderness. He came out of the wilderness in the power of the Spirit. It's recorded that when he came out in the power of the Spirit, that at that particular point, he went into Galilee and that he preached and he healed and he raised the dead and he cast out demons and he did all of these things in order to bring redemption by the power of the Spirit. And so we're in that time, the Lord spoke to me about a month ago or so and said that we are coming out of our trials, tribulations, the body of Christ now is taking the lead in the spiritual realm in coming out in the power. But we have to do it in the power of the spirit, yeah, not in yeah. the power of the flesh. And you can do a certain amount, any of us as citizens of the United States or whatever country we're in, can do a certain amount of good um, in the flesh, in the way that we handle yeah, things, we promote things, or we vote, or we... You know, take civic pride, those kind of things. But man, the real power is when we're doing it by the Spirit, and the Spirit of God leads it. And we're in a season right now. It started just before summer. So I think probably about May, June, when it really started to hit, that God was going to begin to have the body of Christ rise up in that kind of dynamic. Now, in the power of the Spirit, it means a number of different things that we're coming out of our wilderness journey. Look at what's been happening probably over the last three or four years. That's a wilderness journey for the entire world, as well as for us in the body of Christ. But right now we're coming out in the power of the spirit. Things are changing. Things are beginning to uh, manifest. Not only we're seeing and exposing the demonic manifestations, but the manifestation of the Spirit is going to overtake those things, and righteousness will be restored to our nation. Thanks for listening. 
the Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. One of the things that the Lord told me, Steve, is, you know, with the stuff that CK was talking about and with her dream, all that stuff is real. It's real. But he shared with me that as intense and as important as that is for the body of Christ to see and to contend with, uh, to rise up against, not to lose their joy. Because people can get so focused in on the fight that they forget that there are dynamic elements for warriors that keep them fresh and strong. Good. Because when you, all you can do is focus on the problems, even though you're doing good, you're praying against it. Uh, what happens is it can drag you down. There is a trick of the enemy to use that to his advantage to drag you down and to take away hope and to look at all the things that are going on. I mean, there's not a day that goes by that either you nor CK and I uh, don't get some kind of correspondence from people saying, oh, what are we going to do? You know, is, this, is it really going to work? Is Trump really going to come back? Is America really going to turn back? Are we a third world nation mm. are we on decline? Are we, you know, all these kind of things because hopelessness and hopelessness is a spirit of discouragement. And so the Lord said, I want you to encourage my people. Well, Steve, what I've been doing for the last probably five or six weeks is just teaching people on courage. Oh, good. That's good. You know, on joy. Listen to this scripture. This one just absolutely yeah. amuses me. I got to get my glasses on too, sweetheart. <laughs> It's a little, little dim in here. Listen, Romans 15, 13, an amplified version. May the God of your hope so fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, isn't that mm. what we're saying coming out of the wilderness and the power yeah. of the Holy Spirit? Right. By the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound and be overflowing, bubbling over with hope. There's an overflowing, bubbling over hope. And I believe the Lord spoke to me and said that there is an, an anointing upon that manifestation now in the body of Christ. And for God's children, I'm talking about Lion's Army warriors, prophetic warriors, intercessors, people who are, who are in the fight, you know, and bringing restoration and righteousness back to America that there, this is a season of overflowing, bubbling over hope, but it's by the power of the Spirit. You can't conjure it up yourself. That's right. You can't mentally force yourself and talk yourself into it. It is a manifestation of the indwelling presence of the Spirit of God because He is the God of hope and the Spirit of hope. It's an overflowing, bubbling over hope. And that's why we can look at these situations that we are so concerned about and on the inside, not lose hope. On the inside, we retain a strength that those are circumstances. Those are manifestations of these demonic spirits, but there's going to be a manifestation of the Holy Spirit that is here. 
and I'm not going to be discouraged. Praise God. And so and I want to tell people there's hope. On, on that, let me press in a little bit because I know you. it's obviously the work of the Spirit. Um, and it, we can't do it without the Spirit, His empowerment. And then what about, though, that aspect where there's a choice in the matter when fear is coming on you and you're beginning to get discouraged. You said you taught people on encouragement. So there's a, it must be that our choice enters in to help release the power. What, how, what would you say about that? You see with the dilemma, it's like it mm -hmm. only happens with God, but God may not be released to move in your life if you don't exercise faith and choose to, exactly. to, to seek peace. And I don't know, what, what, what would you say on that? Oh boy, that's excellent. You have to choose hope. Yeah. You have to choose to listen to and follow the Holy Spirit no matter what. Yeah. You know, in uh, go ahead, babe. Well, the Lord said um, in the Old Testament, he said, I'd set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, you choose life. And um, wow. we That's really it. have to choose life every yeah. day, especially in these situations. And, right. Um, and one of the examples is, hon, I heard you when you were sharing the dream and stuff. You made the statement in that kind of prayer you were just decreeing and putting forth is that uh, you were pulling down and praying against the dogs of hell, uh, which was, you know, false witness, hatred and murder. Now, where did that come from? That came from a visitation that I had in 2016 uh, in April when an angel appeared to me in a prayer meeting and he spoke to me and he said, the dogs of hell have been released against the one with the hand of the Lord on him. And he showed me Donald Trump's face. Oh. And he said, pray against false witness, hatred and murder and speak truth and justice into the atmosphere. And we, about the angels, will break their spiritual teeth, begin to diminish their authority. So, a lot of people say, well, is this really going to happen? What do you do when you pray about, you know, another indictment that came out against Trump today? Well, you know what I do? I do the same thing that I have been doing for the last seven years. In the name of Jesus, I pray against the dogs of hell, false witness, hatred, and murder. And I speak truth and justice into the oh, atmosphere good. because I'm anchored in what the Lord said. And I will not deviate. And I don't have to come up with something new. Of course, the Holy Spirit always refreshes and he gives us continued leading. Yeah. But you have to hold on. And what you did was not that complex. You said, pray against the dogs of hell. So you said, Lord, I pray against the dogs of hell. You weren't you weren't yeah. twisting and turning to say, well, how do I make it sound holier than that? <laughs> right. know, and then and then you decreed the opposite. But they, you didn't go, I therefore, you just said, and I decree, you know, you just did it. Right. You right. know, and you right. meant it. The Lord knew you meant it. You didn't have to shout it. You could have. It right. would have worked too. But he knew yeah. you meant it from your heart. So Yeah, and he didn't say, do this for three months. Yeah. And then try to figure something else out. Seven years now, if I have to go 10, I'll go 10. Because... Old orders are good orders. What the Lord said is what the Lord said. And you know, there's there's something interesting about that. The very we don't know how powerful it is when we just say, "I pray that," because uh, you we just talked about that. And the one that I when I first realized this was many years ago, and the incident kind of freaked me out. But 
that we were playing, sitting with this woman on the steps of the church after church was over, and she was asking for prayer. She'd been involved with witchcraft. She said, and I'm doing this, do this, and then I'm having all these sicknesses. So everyone began to bless her and pray for her and help her, and she just sat there like a lump. Nothing changed, nothing. And I thought, I, I don't. I may be new at this. Thirty years ago, but I, I don't know why someone's not praying against witchcraft. So I just said right. the words. So I just said the words. So I pray against witchcraft. Whoa, this thing manifest. It was just sitting there having a good old time until I said the words I pray against. Yeah. You know, and that that was so instructive. I from that moment I realized I learned something I will never forget. The next thing I had to learn is not to let it because it slimed me because that demon scared me, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah the gets, simple words. Yeah, go ahead. That's when it gets interesting. <laughs> when <we> start <laughs> confronting those things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just naming something I thought, well, she just told us all it's ten minutes ago now that she was into witchcraft, and that would certainly be an open door. And I, like, I was very young, or a lot younger. I was like thirty <laughs> years old, you know. <laughs> Anyways, oh man, fascinating! Yeah. That is so good. Fascinating. Well, All right, the Lord now, gave me, go ahead. Go the ahead. Lord gave me a word a couple of weeks ago that I want to share with you. But before I do, uh, kind of tying things together with hope is that uh, hope does three basic things. Number one. Hope is a favorable expectation. You can't have faith without hope, by the way. It always starts with hope. And hope is something that you can see can come to pass. And God wants us by the Holy Spirit to have overflowing, bubbling over hope. That's so good. I walk around the house. Boy, I tell you what, this really encouraged me. I walk around the house now with overflowing, bubbling over hope. I don't care what the situation is. I have hope. There's always hope. And I won't allow the enemy to steal it from me. So I have that favorable expectation. Number two is that hope anchors your life and keeps it on track. If you lose okay. hope, boom, you've lost direction. Yeah. You have to keep that hope. And number three is when hope is... Okay, I got to read my, <laughs> I can't read my own notes without my glasses. When hope is nourished, it then becomes faith. So That's stay good. in hope. That's good. I'll add one thing to that. Uh, years ago, before I, I was getting very, very sick, all of it, you know, I, what I didn't realize is I was entering a four-year period of being 100% bedridden. I mean, 90%. Because I'd get up a few hours of the day. Some have heard me talk about it. It was about from 05 to 12. I was bedridden. Uh, or Of those, I was probably between 5 and 9. I was 05 and 09 or 06 and 10, something like that. I was in. I was bedridden. And I got down to un, under 100 pounds. Okay? I'm 185 wow. right now. I got down yeah. to under 100 pounds. And eventually it got so bad. Well, we began to think of those scriptures. Now, faith, hope, and love abides with the greatest, you know, but uh, the greatest of these right. is in some versions say charity, I think King James. Well, it turns out, and you know about this, the, the three uh, noble, noble, notable mountains in, in uh, Oregon are actually named faith, hope, and charity. Where That's what they were named, faith, hope, and charity. They, they have a different modern-day name, but their original names, 
and the pioneers came out with faith, hope, and charity. Well, what I thought, well, I'll, I'll do my part. I'll stay home and pray myself into wholeness, not realizing we had four years to go. And Doreen and her, my wife and her friend, Lori, decided to hike up Mount Hope and on in in used because this thing you said you said you have to nourish hope, so they yeah. decided to literally hike up Mount Hope. It was a full day and a half thing because they had to drive way out there and a day to get up there or up there and back, and then staying at a hotel. And then they 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 buried a scripture about hope on the mountain. They came back and eventually we bought things about hope. Then we hung it on the wall. We nourished hope, and eventually right. hope you know, has its outpouring in the faith and in, in the restoration. So I thought I would throw that in. Um, you do have to nourish hope if God is pleased with that. That was a that was as much a military strategy, nourishing hope. Yes. As, as anything else. So, yes. Anyway, hey, before we move on, uh, they had some, a note had appeared before, right after we were talking about the thing in D.C., and Emily said, I have my brother yeah. who lives in D.C. has seen a notable increase in trash, encampments, rats, and cockroaches everywhere. Cockroaches everywhere wow. in D.C. Mm -hmm. I, we, we, don't, we who don't live there know nothing about this. Um, so I thought I would throw that that's a, that's a, out of the mouth of two or Whoa. three witnesses today. Yes. yes. Wow. Wow. You know I mean? so, so it then was you, God. It was God. It we knew it was all along. Yeah. <laughs> so July Affirmations are great. Talk about your July 16 word from the Lord now. Oh, I want to. Yes. <laughs> um, I was praying in the Holy Spirit, and the Lord spoke to me just strongly as he ha ever has before. And he said these words, have fun. Find ways to enjoy life with your loved ones. Laugh and be playful. A merry heart does good like a medicine. When you have joy in me, it becomes your strength and a stronghold of happiness. It also produces an atmosphere for miracles. There are miracles that comfort the sadness of the heart and bring deliverance during affliction. Then there are miracles that work in an atmosphere of joy, unfolding destiny and leading to one's future. Wow. Oh, man, that was so interesting to me wow. because the Lord is saying, and we see that in scripture, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. It really is. It's the joy of the Lord. It's the joy that he has. It's the joy he's placed in us. It's a joy of hope. It's a joy of all these things. And too many Christians are getting too caught up in the fight in a way that it's yeah. becoming wearisome. Yeah. And that weariness begins to rob you of your hope. So hope and joy. Do you see the connection? Yeah. The Lord is saying, get into hope, get into joy. And I had never seen that one part, Steve. I, I knew this is all tied to the miraculous. Because remember, yeah. the Lord's been dealing with me about a supernatural summer, a summer of miracles mm. coming out of the wilderness wow. and the power of the Spirit, all of this miraculous manifestation. And how that he's speaking to me that there are not only miracles that occur during trials and tribulations in our life that encourage and bring us out. But he said that hope and joy specifically creates a manifestation. It creates an atmosphere, I should say, 
for the miraculous that unfold destiny and lead to one's future. Wow. Wow. That really struck a chord with me. Wow. That joy actually opens the door for your future. Isn't that crazy? And then um, this one, as you just said, I thought if I had my pen, and I didn't underline it, but I wanted to, but my pen, find ways to enjoy life with your loved one. That's, that's, a, that's an anointed instruction. If I could, yeah. So here's an example. Here's from real life. Uh, everybody, no matter how anointed you are, you have everybody has down days once in a while. They maybe doesn't overtake mm-hmm. them, but they go, just nothing kind of went right. And, and and my wife had one of those, and I didn't I didn't even realize she'd had it the day before. And I said, well, you never said anything about that to me, honey, yesterday. And um, she said, I know. I just didn't want to put it in the air and everything. She's very very careful with her words. You know, she just told me she had down after it, the day had passed. But I could tell there was a little residue left. And, okay, now here, what was your instruction? Find ways to enjoy life with your loved ones. And I'm sitting there thinking, right. I wonder, she didn't tell me if I would have tried to comfort her or do something. And, I, and then it popped in my head, tell her you want to take her out to Red Robin for dinner tonight. So I said, so she came in the room. I said, how'd you like to go out to Red Robin for dinner? that's nice. That's really good. You know, I could just feel hope coming alive because she found something to enjoy. We always enjoy being together, but sometimes we get so busy, we forget to go out to eat and have a, have a date night, you know? That's true. Um, And if it's a good clean movie, we, we, you know, we should go to the movies once in a while. um, Right. Because it's a good, if, if you like movies and it's a good clean movie, that's a really almost anointed thing to do if i could put that with god smiles down on me you know because you enjoy life and so yeah that's a real big deal yes oh i love the pictures you on you guys put on facebook of being at the beach (laughs) yeah we have fun you know well i don't know with us 45 years we've been married but when we get in the car it was always that way when we were dating and it remains that way to this day once we're in behind closed doors Anything that we would have maybe just got too busy, I'll tell you later, or remind me to tell Once we're in the car, the conversation flows. I talk to her, she talks to me. So being in the car is kind of an anointed time with us because we really communicate. And, you know, I keep putting, you notice I keep putting (laughs) spiritual words on physical uh, activities. But there's kind of a thing that that spirit meets soul when when you're enjoying each other together or you know so yeah absolutely yes. i would want to read one more scripture to go yeah. along to with uh i just noticed that i left it out oh okay but um this is uh colossians 2 15 having disarmed principalities and powers he made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them in it yeah. And that's part of what we're doing, what God is doing right now. Yeah. In the earth, in America, it just in whatever situations are going on, he's doing a public reset. He's doing a public um, spectacle. Spectacle. Making a, is, yeah. Yeah. There's no quiet stuff going on anymore. It's all out, it's that's good. out into the light. And, and it's going to make a lot of people joyful. Yeah. Just the the joy of seeing prayers answered. That's right. That's right. Very good. And right now, with all of the indictments against Trump, it's like um, I can be joyful. 
Really? That's now, good. To the carnal mind, that sounds funny, I know. But well, I can be joyful in the Lord. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Yeah, and that's good. That's really, that's telling because that shows you're really walking it out. What I would say is when, because I'm not quite as far along as you are in that area, but when I hear the indictments of Trump and all the false accusations, it starts to rise up. And then I have to say, I'm not going to let this bother me. I'm not going to be afraid. <laughs> God's got it. And I have to work really hard. At it. But your testimony right now is you're, it's just, you're not, it's not bothering you. You're joyful. You know, they, so I want to be like you when I grow up, Mike. <laughs> but, you know, you're walking in it. You're walking in it. And I want to walk in it more. But I, I get there, but I have to use more choice words and more decisions to be joyful, which is okay because we're getting there, right? Yes. Right. And one of the things, too, Steve, is that um, I have to, even though I have that attitude and that's my testimony, I still have to work the spiritual principles. And sometimes they apply in the natural realm in the sense that uh, I don't hardly watch the news at all. I I just can't because why feed on all that stuff? You know, I look at the headlines daily just to see what's going on in the world. Uh, but why tune in to hour after hour after hour of this person said that and that person said this and exactly. all the replays and the, and it's like what are you feeding on? Yeah, you know, and you know prior, word. prior to Trump, the election being stolen from him, I I watched news as long as I was in the house, and then at, for the first few months, I watched news as long as I was in the house. And we began, I worked from home mostly anyway, even before COVID. Um, then reality hit me. The Lord began to, to de- deal with me on that. And I, there's, I did such an about face. I do watch a couple of minutes of news, more like a couple of minutes in a 24-hour period. Now the television or radio is off all the time, almost all day long. And I, I'm my testimony is I'm a much more peaceful man. Uh, yes, right. You know that it's much, much more peaceful. And I, 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 if I was a spiritual doctor, I would prescribe no TV all day long and most of the night. You know, I'm not a religious yeah. person in that way. I don't say t- watching TV is a sin. I'm just saying it's not. There's that scripture where Paul says everything right. is permissible, but not everything builds up. That's, You're permitted to watch it if you want, by even by God. But it, not, it right. may not build you up. And so God Jesus may be more, said, yeah, be ahead. careful what you hear. Yeah. Jesus said, be careful what you hear. That's yeah. right. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. I want to throw in one more okay. principle <laughs> in line with this. Good. Um, it all dovetails everything yeah. from CK and I and what you're saying, Steve. Yeah. That's why we love you so much. You've been a good friend for years. Yeah. And, and we're on the same level. So, yeah. Uh, And I want to talk just a little bit about the Lord told me, don't let legalism rob your miracle. And so I'm going to read Galatians 3, 5 and the Amplified. I've been reading everything from the Amplified today. But it says, Paul then here is asking the Galatians. He says, then does he who supplies you with his marvelous Holy Spirit and works powerfully and miraculously among you. Now, that's an interesting concept because, Steve, uh, most, uh, uh, I think, Bible students, uh, Greek scholars, 
agree that this is the one point in Galatians, the key point that Paul acknowledges that the Galatian church was operating in miracles. Okay. Because he said, again, then does he who supplies you with his marvelous Holy Spirit mm. and works powerfully and miraculously among you do so on the grounds of your doing what the law demands or because of your believing in and adhering to and trusting in and relying on the message that you heard? So in other words, like he also said, as having begun in the spirit, he now made perfect by the flesh, the works of the flesh. So what we're looking at here is that legalism will rob your hope and your joy and diminish the miraculous nature of coming out of this affliction time in the power that God wants you to have in this new season. We're looking at a season now of absolute miraculous power because it's all about souls, like CK said earlier. You know, God wants to save souls. Yes, he wants to turn America around and bring righteousness to our nation. Uh, but all of it is in line with saving the lost. And so we're coming upon the greatest revival and spiritual awakening, mass evangelism that this planet has ever seen. And it is couched in the same manifestation that we see in the book of Acts. And the cycle of evangelism in the book of Acts was always the miracle happened, drew attention uh, from the people to the miracle. Then the word was preached. Then they were saved. And then it went to the next miracle. The miraculous is opening the doors right now in the earth in order to not only heal people, deliver people, drive out the demonization of, you know, demonic spirit, all those things, and to bring covenant fulfillment to them, but to nurture this great evangelistic thrust that's happening. People are getting saved. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Well, um, I guess that's close to our time. Mike, uh, do you, you and CK want to pray for the people? as we finish up here and just bless them. It's really good. This is very, very practical today, uh, but also, again, very anointed and yeah. meaty. So uh, good stuff. Our yeah. Brother. Oh, hey, we do need to tell about your book before you do that. Tell about that, and then we'll pray. Oh. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I see yeah. the picture there of my book. Um, it, uh, Third Heaven Authority. I think most people understand that uh, I'm the third heaven authority guy, so to speak. I've been yeah. preaching on this. I wrote the book on it. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's been doing very well. I want to encourage people to get it. The, uh, you know, when you, the publisher Charisma House, I thank them for doing so. Good. When, when they put out a book, they go through and they figure out according to their formulas how much they think as far as sales goes for a book for them because you know they're in a business right right and so uh what their projected sales for the life of the book we passed in 90 days wow and so it's going wow. on much further there's so much interest and 
this book will teach people how to walk in the authority that Jesus has given to them, teach them who they are, teach them about the spiritual realm, uh, give them good prayer points to increase their prayer life and the effectiveness of it so that they can walk in authoritative, godly control of their lives as well as their nation. So can, I encourage people to buy the now, book. Where do, they, do they get that at MikeThompsonMinistries.org, which is on the screen? They can do that. They can also go to either uh, um, Charisma House and find it there or just search. If they type in a search, uh, it'll come up. It'll pop up at Amazon and about, you know, 10 other distributors. Yeah, we they don't can actually find. sell it. Yes, yeah, so right. We have, don't sell. Thank okay. you for that. We don't sell it through our office. It's all oh, okay. So you're, I, I see. Got it. Got it. Got it. So, all right. Sounds really good. Well, go ahead and pray for the people. Whatever God gives you. And all right. Hallelujah. Yeah. Just for a moment, I want yeah. everybody out there to just stop and just think about the Lord. There's many things that you have heard today during this program and things that are going on in your life. But the most important right at this moment is to hear the voice of the Spirit of God. I pray that the anointing of the Holy Spirit would come upon you. Right now, Holy Spirit, rise up within them, drop on them, so that they can feel and sense your glory, your mm -hmm. touch, your wonder. And in that divine atmosphere, I pray, Lord God, that you would open their understanding to what it is to walk yes, in the Lord. joy and the hope and the glory of God. Yes, I Lord. pray for hope to be theirs, that the devil cannot steal it. I pray for the joy of the Lord to be their strength now, Lord God. Mm -hmm. Give them an encounter with you at this moment that lifts them up out mm -hmm. of any of the enticements and the deception of the enemy that would try to rob them of that kind of hope in you. To not look at the circumstances around them and feel defeated, but to look at the circumstances of who lives within them and to feel totally empowered and victorious in all things in life. I praise you for that, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 All right, you Glory guys, thank you God. so, so much. Uh, quick reminder to our viewers, Johnny Enlow will be with us on Monday. We call it Johnny Enlow Unfiltered, so don't miss that. It's always good. Thank you, uh, uh, CK. <laughs> I wanted to say KC. Uh, that doesn't sound right. CK. <laughs> CK and uh, Mike, love you guys very much. Have a great day, you guys. See you all later. Have a good day. Right. Okay, bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.